1: Here we go, here
0: we go Here we go, here we go This is it This is Top Flag Time Machine I am Andy Hotbody Dawson Pow, pow, pow
1: I'm Sam Nifty Delaney So what?
0: Welcome along to another Melchester Odyssey um, Roy of the Rovers I have in my left hand the 3rd of September 1983 issue of Roy of the Rovers 20 UK pence to you and I And this is a fucking jam-packed issue of notable content. So we'll see how much of it we get through. Could be a two-parter, who knows. Um, the Roy of the Rovers story's been restored to the front page. Last week, of course, they had that slapdash Rush job of Ian Rush, which we were very suspicious about. But it's mm. uh, it's back to the four pages of Roy of the Rovers this week. Um, maybe there was a strike, Sam. It was 1983. There was always strikes going on. I know we, we yeah. weren't sure of why it was uh, taken off the front cover. Maybe there was a strike in the, there was a printer strike or something like that. Maybe they had to print them themselves. In yeah, the could have been something like know. that.
1: Go to a different print, a scab printing firm or something yeah. like that, just temporarily.
0: Was, was peak um, strike era, wasn't it? Industrial action in, in, in the era, Thatcher, yeah. Thatcher period, so it could have been that.
1: So yeah, yeah, um, because it was it, it was around this time that they would have, or maybe this was just before. Like, News International were trying to move to Wapping and yeah. create their own printing presses there, yeah. weren't they? Keep it all in-house, so, yeah. Yeah, the print um, unions are not to be trifled with.
0: Do not fuck with the print unions, no. Yeah. Um, that's why we went digital, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> couldn't <laughs> couldn't deal with print. We had to deal with, with print, with the print, print unions. <laughs> Top yeah. Play Timeship was originally going to be a pamphlet, wasn't it? And we... we met up with a lot yeah. of and uh, but then I fell out I, I
1: was trying to negotiate with the shop steward at the printing firm we used and in the end some burly printers pinned me down and mm. made me drink a pint of ink
0: yeah so then and we thought, this I found that right.
1: sickening and intimidating
0: yeah I can't do this so uh, here we are uh, podcasting it's, the, uh, it's a loss for the, the pamphlet world basically so we've got mm. Roy the Rovers and on the front cover, we've got, um, it's pretty similar to the intro of the week before, isn't it? Because it's the two uh, RRs. You've got, this is Rob Richards, hailed as the new Roy race of Melchester Rovers. Mm. And this is Roy himself, former idol of Melchester, now player manager of Walford Rovers. Two Two players with but a single aim to hit the back of the net. Was that not at the beginning of the last issue? I can't remember now wasn't the no, first. No, I don't. Product? I
1: mean, Rob Richards was definitely kicking around, but um not this particular introduction, um, no.
0: People were commenting on about how much um how old they looked Rob, alike. How he looked even older than um
1: than Roy. than Roy. Oh, well. I'm very I'm naturally youthful. My dad was the same. It was about the only thing he had going for him.
0: Oh, what it was it was Blackie Grey and Roy walking out at the same time as managers. Oh, yeah.
1: so yeah. they just
0: kind of repeated the trick a little bit with this
1: yeah
0: and Roy is hitting a shot uh, they're playing North Vale and the crowd member says uh, North Vale we're expecting Roy to centre the ball but he's tried a shot <laughs> we're expecting him to centre this <laughs> Oh, I was not shot.
1: expecting that. That is very different to what I was expecting to happen. And that is what's so wonderful about the beautiful game that we all adore so much. Uh,
0: so many variables.
1: Yeah, Ever you can changing. never know quite what's going to happen next.
0: It's like, like watching a stream. You never know what you're going to see next. <laughs> Always trickling towards the sea. Um, <laughs> And Roy, indeed, we turn over into the main story. Roy indeed does put the ball past the the Keeper, uh, and it's there, yes. It looks like the ball's shouting, yes. The speech bubbles are coming out of the ball, which is flown into the back of the net. Um, it says Walford two in brackets, race two, uh, Mm. Northfield nil. So, uh, Roy's doing it all himself again. It's a one man (laughs) team at Walford, um and voices of the fans. How can there be a new Roy race when this one is still the greatest?
1: Oh, God. God,
0: Fucking hell. Uh, This is his two-goal reply to the challenge of Rob Richards. (laughs) Why do these cunts care about Rob Richards and Melchester?
1: Mind you, have you
0: noticed...
1: Have you noticed how young fans on Twitter argue a great deal about whose player's better like there's a lot of that. Like yeah. they're really into certain players. Like so, yeah. I noticed like there'll be West Ham fans who I assume are children, yeah. and they'll get into huge rows with fans of other clubs about who is better, our right. player or their player who plays right. in a similar position. Yeah. So for instance, there was a a really ongoing thing when right when Declan Rice first came through, there was a Newcastle midfielder whose name I can't even remember now because I think he's sort of disappeared into obscurity Mm. who Newcastle thought were was going to be a big deal sort of central midfielder and there was a constant like pointless but really angry row going on between young West Ham fans and young Newcastle fans like who's best (sighs) then it was with Leeds fans about Kevin Phillips Phillips, and now it's about Jarrod Bowen and what's his name Saka from Arsenal and Mm. I see all this and I think why do you give a fuck Who's, who's better it's all fucking subjective anyway just yeah. enjoy the fact that you've got a player you think he's good
0: I mean I hope they are children and not just adults that just haven't fucking well who developed. knows
1: who knows Hopefully. I assume it's children because it doesn't seem like something that our generation would have cared too much about although I do remember when I was a kid there was a lot of that with strikers like mm. we used to it always used to be like who's better Tony Cotty or Clive Allen that was yeah. what it was at my school you know which sort of made a bit more sense but
0: I mean, we, we probably didn't have anybody that was comparable to any of them, so we didn't get involved as Sunland fans.
1: Mm.
0: But uh unless we were like arguing with other mid table second division clubs. Um and there was there wasn't the same forums to argue on, was there? You could just do it amongst yeah. yourselves. Um so there we are. It's this two goal reply to the challenge of Rob Richards at Melchester Stadium where the Rovers were home to Timecaster. Um, there's, there's fucking tranny boy with his his radio and he's got his fucking headphones on as well. He's light lightweight headphones with the orange foam ear muffs. Oh. Um, the classic Walkman look. Yeah. And um, he's saying, "Just another news flash, just coming through. Roy's just put Walford Two up. Uh, his pal says, "Core. I wish he yeah. was still playing for us. Core. Core. Blimey."
1: I was telling my kids the other day, like, we were talking about people who patronise you and how much, like, my, my kids... I mean, not so much my daughter anymore, but, my, you know, my son, he he really hates being patronised by adults. And I said, yeah, right. I used to hate that when I was your age. I said, when I was about 12, very often after school, I'd go to my mum's office to wait for her to finish work mm. and then go home with her in the, in the car, right? And... um She goes, uh, and and there was this one particular... My mum worked at a building firm at the time. There was this one particular woman who was quite old and didn't have children of her own and therefore didn't really have a concept of any difference between, let's say, a three-year-old and a 12-year-old, which is Mm. what I was at the time. And I was telling them how I used to read um, Marvel comics, you know, like Avengers or Iron Man or whatever. And, uh, you know, you, you sort of think that, that that's quite... You're quite mature reading a comic like that because you've graduated on from the Beano and whatnot. Yeah. And I said, she fucking came in once and I was reading this comic, probably thinking it was quite a highbrow comic. And she's come in she goes like this to me, CORE COMICS! <laughs> <laughs> and I can't tell you how much this infuriated <laughs> me, right? Because I thought I was sophisticated and urbane. And she goes, yeah. CORE COMICS! And then she goes, I go to my mum, I fucking hate that woman who is she? what she treat me like a baby for? My mum would go, oh, don't worry, you know, she just she just doesn't have kids of her own, so she doesn't understand how to talk to to kids properly. And the next time she came in, right, she'd been knitting she was a knitter and she'd been knitting uh these sort of special novelty jumpers for various people in the office <laughs> with pictures on, right? Yeah. And she goes to me, she goes, oh, maybe I'll have to knit you one. And I was really grumpy with her because she was always patronising me. And I know, oh, yeah, cheers. She went, what picture should I put on yours? I know what you'd like. I bet you'd like a big rocket. <laughs> and I was like fuck's sake but this is what my mum did right my mum bless her thinking she knew that I hated being patronised and she could see I was on a fucking teeter on the edge of exploding at this woman right when she said I'm going to knit you a jumper with a rocket on it right and my mum interrupted and said I think Sam would probably prefer one with a naked woman on (laughs) and me me and this other woman just looked. We were—I don't know who was more shocked. I could see even at the time what had motivated my mum to say it, but she yeah. just blurted the first What's thing that? out that she could. She hadn't thought the it first through. Adult and thing she could think of. Yeah, off. this woman looked at her like, "What the fuck are you asking me to knit a naked woman onto a jumper for your twelve-year-old son?" <laughs> and I'm looking at my mum going, "Like, mum, I don't want a jumper with a naked woman on." That's too far! <laughs> I was saying my kids that and they found it very entertaining.
0: <laughs> I bet they did. Um What if someone knitted you a jumper now with a rocket on, would you wear it?
1: Yeah, I would, definitely. Yeah, I would as well. <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> but I don't you know, like once you're past adolescence, you're not so bothered, are you? And oh, I don't, don't I give a don't, fuck
0: anymore. It's I very don't require freeing.
1: anyone to regard me as sophisticated yeah. or urbane anymore. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I'll admit I like woolly jumpers because they keep me warm, and I like rockets. Who doesn't, you know? <laughs> and I tell you what, as well, I still wouldn't want a jumper with a knitted naked woman on. Not I don't want any clothing on. with a naked Not woman a naked on. Woman. No thanks.
0: But um, yeah, I mean, you do. We're at Edge there. We we give absolutely zero fucks. There was a tweet yeah. that did the rounds over the weekend by someone who said people over the age of 35 and that's pushing it attending music festivals don't realize they're ruining the vibe and weeding everyone out you might think you're living your best life but you're actually living your most embarrassing life try a real ale festival instead oh my
1: god uh, the writer uh,
0: david bennon used to write for melody maker back in the day i think in the he. he tweeted about that and he put um, one of the great things about getting older is doing what the fuck you like without giving the first flying one what some attention seeking edgelord or anybody else thinks
1: (laughs) he says embarrassment
0: is for the young those of us who have had time to get over ourselves are untroubled by it
1: (laughs) yeah beautifully (laughs) put really beautifully put with that in mind yeah absolutely true
0: I would wear a, a rocket jumper absolutely I'm going to go to a
1: music festival wearing a fucking rocket jumper, mate. How about that? And I bump into that camp when I'm there. Both
0: of us there, matching rocket jumpers at the
1: festival. (laughs) Uh, We'll call ourselves the Rocket Boys. (laughs) We are the Rocket Boys and we're here to get down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, When I stayed in an Airbnb place in Cyprus about three years ago, pre-Covid, it was advertised. Oh, and yeah, there was a,
1: a hedgehog in the pool. That was the
0: hedgehog pool. But the other main yeah. thing that stood out was um, there was a beach towel there for us to use, which had a, a full-length cartoon picture of a naked woman with great big knockers on it, and that was wow. Um, it naked
1: would make knockers. a good jumper.
0: Naked knockers. Naked jumpers. Yeah. Mm. Topless mm.
1: knockers. Could be a good knitting pattern. Yeah. Maybe I'll send it to my mother. Something like that. She yeah, likes I've, a bit of a knit nowadays herself.
0: Somewhere. I've got a photograph. I'll send it to you, but um, that 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 felt a bit um, wrong. But well, there you go.
1: Well, you're we on at? the continent then, mate. That's so the thing, different rules apply. It, yeah,
0: it's Cyprus, isn't it? So different
1: rules apply over in the continent. Yeah. We can't judge. So,
0: uh, yeah, Core. Cool. I wish he was still playing for us. So do I. But Rob Richards is doing pretty well. And um, someone else shouts, "Come on, Rob! Let's have another." Roy's ahead of you now. And then we see a close-up of Rob Richards. And it says, Melchester's new superstar could hear the yells of the young fans. And he's thinking, Ahead of me, eh? Sounds like Roy must have grabbed a second goal. And then the next frame he thinks, Well, anything he can do. And uh, Kenny Logan's in the centre. He shouts, "Now, Rob! now Lay it off! But the, the youngster ignored Kenny Logan's call. And he's got cocky. He's tried a shot. And it's bounced off the defender and it's gone behind for a corner. Uh, a defender just got there. He's blocked Richard's shot. And Richards goes, oof. So Kenny Logan, who is a young player himself, but he's seen it to Rob Richards, mm. comes over and says, he was always going to close you down, Rob. You should have turned the inside instead of trying to score. Mm. Rob Richards says sorry Kenny uh, I think we'll give um, Rob Richards the voice of um, Robbie from Grange Hill we were talking about (laughs) yesterday a few moments later Rob's got a better chance this time hit it lad Shouts the crowd Uh, but instead of hitting it he's got nervous now and he's played it into the centre to Glenn Ritchie who of course is the new sign in Um, It might be Scottish, I'm not sure And Richie's just not ready for it He's just standing there and he goes Oh oh, no It's like, fuck, I don't fucking want it Shit And the defenders clear it straight away As uh, Richie slides in on the defender going "Oof! Uh, Why the heck didn't he pass? Glenn Richie just wasn't expecting it He was too heavily marked anyway And then we see Rob Richards with his hand behind his head and he's looking up at the sky and he's just, um, distraught. confused. It says, Rob's totally confused if you ask me. He's trying too hard to do everything. Don't worry, he's got plenty of time. He'll learn from his mistakes. Well, he's on borrowed time because fucking Racy's definitely coming back. And then what's what's Racy going to do with this Rob Richards fucker?
1: You can't have two of them in the team. Bomb him out.
0: Bomb him out. Like we said, sell him to Walford. Yeah. So, Rob Richards... um,
1: I'll spike his fucking tea as soon as I'm back (laughs) in through the door. I've done it before. Fucking simplest way to get shot of them. Send them (laughs) me. I'll send Blackie up the woods to pick some of them funny mushrooms.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It says, at half-time arrived at Walford, there was no mistaking the, inverted commas, hero of the hour. Don't know why the inverted commas are there, but okay. Roy Race, Roy Race, what a player! He's still the king. King in inverted commas, a lot of inverted commas going on here. Oh, Weird. yeah, they love it. Uh, well played, Roy. He's waving to the fans, so he's got the fans on his side, but then as he goes into the dressing room, there's um, fucking Joe Bellamy <laughs> sat there, Fucking ready, slouching to fuck
1: over. ready to be a cunt. Yeah, it's cunt time, cunt, cunt Joe 15, Bellamy.
0: 15 minutes of cunt time with Joe. Um, I suppose we've got to pay homage to
1: His Majesty, inverted commas. To <laughs> really camp, isn't he? Really camp His thing majesty. to say. Oh, yeah. here he comes, His Majesty. <laughs> here she is. Here she is, the Duchess,
0: Queen of the Walk. And Roy <laughs> says, "What's the matter now, Bellamy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you absolute! I'm fucking sick of you, you cunt!" Just
0: go over and just punch him in the face. Uh, it's over at the back page Roy was getting fed up with the continual sniping of Joe Bellamy former captain of Walford and newly appointed club cunt Uh, (laughs) (laughs) close up on Roy's head Roy's saying we're 2-0 up aren't we it doesn't really matter who scores as long as we win or as long as it's me
1: (laughs) (laughs) look alright fair enough it's very likely to always be me but I don't want us to dwell on that (laughs) it's a team game I can't go out and do it myself if I
0: could I would we all know that but I need it's the rest against of you. the
1: rules I mean I legally, could, but legally you're not allowed you have to field a team of 11 if not you forfeit the match leg- believe me legally, I've looked into it
0: it could be me your granny on bongos and nine of them lads from the PJ Tips adverts but no <laughs> <laughs> he said uh, you're not uh, suggesting that Wolford are a one man team are you Joe Oh, he's done the old switcheroo and him, yeah. Fucking Very game.
1: clever. Yeah. And look, look at the smile on Roy's face. Roy's confidence is growing at Walford by the day.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's settling in very nicely here. Yeah. And uh, Joe Bellaby goes, uh,
1: well, I, uh, And um oh, that sounds like con talk for our absent. sitting. <laughs> what do you reckon, lads? <laughs> they all well, look really a... pissed off with of him, don't
0: they? what the other one says. No way. A lot of us had a hand in the moves that led to the goals.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's versus, right, lads, you did. Yeah,
0: you're my best <laughs> friends, apart from this cunt. Uh, leave it out, <laughs> Bellamy, says another. Uh, and then back to the second half. Um, Roy shouting, come on, Bellamy, cover their number three. Move it! Um, crowd. Listen to Roy. He really means to show them who's boss of Walford. Boss in inverted commas. Fuck knows why. Uh, so Bellamy's slowly being ground into the dirt by Roy uh, it's about time and there's Harvey Rawson grinning in the doubters box that's exactly what I've been waiting for him to do <laughs> I love to see one man crush another man psychologically <laughs> and if need be physically
1: like two gladiators wrestling to the death their flesh, <laughs> naked their muscles oiled. pressed up against one another sinew versus sinew <laughs> like two stallions mating <laughs> until one of park. them has not a single breath left in his being <laughs> <laughs> a fight
0: to the very death and then one of his fellow directors says you know Harvey I was beginning to wonder if he made a terrible mistake in bringing Roy to Walford <laughs> well <laughs> Rossons have none of it the Walford chairman nodded so was I but now at long last, I think he's realized that Melchester Rovers <laughs> is his part of the past, that his future is with Walford! <laughs>
1: Fucking. <laughs> <old> <laughs> drama.
0: <laughs> uh, now, Wilson. never
1: doubt me again. You're out, <laughs> cunt. You're off the board.
0: <laughs> now, pass me some snuff. Um, <laughs> Jalapeno.
1: Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jalapeño.
0: Well, then it says, at that very moment, at Melchester Airport... Oh, they've got a fucking airport, have they? and um, it's Penny and she's arriving back from Crete with the kids, well two of the kids the baby has of course disappeared <laughs> the baby is officially not on the holiday I don't know what the fuck that's about the baby uh, went missing <laughs> she the will turn a big case <laughs> we put some air holes we in, checked case her in. For the case baby to breathe it was simpler <laughs> I'm not having a very good time of things at the moment I've been drinking quite a lot during the mornings. They
1: um, have a mom. wonderful drink called Red Sina. <laughs> I, have a, if you, I, I fill a glass of it with water. It just looks to the children as if I'm drinking <laughs> plain water. But in fact, it's got mm. a little bit of alcohol, very high amount of alcohol inside of it. I call, I call it
0: Mother's helper.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's Penny's uh, mum that met them at the airport. Penny, darling, did you and the twins have a good flight? No mention of the baby. um, And she says, No, mother, and I hope you haven't brought me all the way back to Milchester just because of some silly rumour. And uh, mum is holding a copy of the newspaper, which, of course, contains the story about Roy and his secretary, Sandy, at the uh, dinner dance.
1: <laughs> Fucking troublemaking grandma. Yeah. I Turning know. up with it. No, light. Hi, <laughs> oh, how's it going? Turn up with the newspaper brandishing it in our daughter's fucking yeah. face. Have a look at this. He's been slinging him he's been slinging one up his new secretary. Oh thanks. <laughs> how about did you have a nice journey? Uh, fucking hell.
0: How about where's the baby?
1: And <laughs> also the kids are here. We don't want them seeing it. Roy Jr.'s there. Daddy put Willie in other lady. In out, in out. In-out, in-out, daddy make noise. Oh, oh, daddy my hero. (laughs) Daddy make in-out with sexy woman. (laughs) Shut up, my junior. (laughs) I don't know where you (laughs) learn these things. Uncle Blackie, teach me bad
0: words. (laughs) And Penny's wearing what looks like Minnie Mouse ears, but I think it's supposed to be her sunglasses that are on top of her head. Um, and of course, her dowdy um, mid forties hairstyle that she's stuck on, yeah, which is obviously obviously Roy's uh, ran into the arms of another woman because Penny's cut yeah, her she's
1: hair. She's got, a, she started getting her hair done like her fucking mum. <laughs> he, what does what she expect? Not really.
0: Um, <clears throat> so that's
1: the end of that one. And it says in next week's
0: instalment a shock substitution. Let's see what that is next time. Um, there's some other bits and bobs going on in this one as well.
1: The Apprentice, are we looking at that?
0: It's a bit, yeah, The Apprentice is the story that's running alongside the Melchester story because, of course, Blackie Grey is in charge of Melchester. So we need some Melchester content. Um, Blackie Grey has been overseeing a youth team trip to Spain, which has ended in chaos. Um, <clears throat> and um, youth team skipper Pete Hayward was sent home in disgrace. And um Blackie sorted out his differences with Pete Hayward. But when Char- Chairman Sam Barlow told the youngster to get out of the club, it was too much for the Rovers boss to take. So Blackie is here. We're not going to do the whole strip, but Blackie's here having a fucking one-to-one with Sam Barlow in a corridor. Mm. And Blackie is saying, Now look here, Barlow! You may have pushed Roy Race around! But let me remind you that I'm hired as manager of Belchester Rovers, and manager I'm going to be.
1: And <laughs> Sam Barlow <laughs> is
0: rocked on his fucking heels by this outburst from Blackie, who he, I guess he assumed was going to be a yes man. Be a soft touch, yeah. Exactly. Barlow has. But. 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 Fucking Blackie continues. No, buts I'm in charge of team affairs. You look after yourself. That's a big enough job for you. Uh,
1: Yeah, Was that even (laughs)
0: more.
1: Believe me, what do you mean by that? Yeah, I think we both fucking fucking know what I mean. (laughs) I know a thing or two about your fucking life management.
0: You've got situations you need to fucking deal with, haven't you?
1: (laughs) You want to look a bit closer to home? (laughs)
0: what about them old videos me and Roy were
1: supplying you with Still Uh, does your wife know about them it'd be a real pity if someone tipped her off (laughs) about them being hidden up in your loft
0: (laughs) those nights those times you've been go to film night upstairs at the local mason's club
1: (laughs) oh it'd be a terrible shame if Mrs Barlow discovered all of this not to mention the lads at the Melchester Gazette.
0: Oh, and whoa, the apprentice oh
1: He's a Blackie's got himself a, a fucking really fancy eighty suit. It's like something that Spandau Ballet would <laughs> yeah, fucking yes. worn. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it might be up. a
1: shiny lame number.
0: Fucking hell. He's like a proto Jonathan Ross. Almost.
1: Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's got shoulder pads a lot. I've got to say, he looks pretty good. No wonder he's feeling so confident. He fucking his, looks the part. There's new
0: jobs to make of him. And th- there's the yeah. apprentices. And it says the apprentices couldn't believe their ears. Listen to old Blackie really giving it to him. That's right, boss. You tell him. It's about time someone did. And it's Sam Barlow just couldn't answer. And Barlow's skulking Walk, off. Just gulp.
1: gulp. <laughs> 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 well, I forgot. I need a fucking bother after that. <laughs> I haven't had one since this morning extra shot <laughs> <laughs> bovril, triple Bovro plays triple shot with a bit of full milk on it full fat latte. in fact no gold top the creamy one yeah. Bovro latte.
0: actually have you got any rind I can just chill on instead I'm feeling stressed <laughs> so uh that's that's all gonna tie in, I think, with the um the Roy of the Rover's main story. Yeah. But Blackie's not having fucking anything. Any shit from Barlow. Barlow's been I mean I don't know why Roy couldn't have done that, he tried, but shouldn't have picked Tubby Morton, should he? And then in the um in the, the talking bit there's um a piece, Story Views it's called. Story Views Gary Palmer of Billingham Cleveland has written in um, full Lampard. And he says, Here are my views on your stories. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. And he goes through them all one by one. Durrell's Palace. This story has excellent artwork and shows up the struggles of a non-league club. Very true to life. Ten out of ten. What do you know about the non-league struggles? Gary, yeah. pa- Gary Bar- Palmer. Of The Rovers. It's deteriorated since your move to Walford. Nine out of ten. Uh, the Apprentices, I like it because it's a way of showing the youth side of Melchester Rovers but the artwork is not up to the standard of Durrell's Palace, 7 out of 10 the best of Roy of the Rovers this is a fairly good story, it shows an older side of Melchester Rovers but again the artwork decides what mark I give it 5 out of oh, really? 10 okay, mm-hmm. well, this cunt has got high opinions on the struggles of non-league clubs yeah. and artwork
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat>
0: And then he moves into the realm of reality. After this, Tommy's troubles. The storyline is quite absorbing. Oh, fucking hell, absorbing is it? But isn't it time Tommy left school after six? six after six years in the same class, five out of ten. Roy would be like, "Oh, Look, man, very,
1: very I'm, fucking clever."
0: Listen, cunt! I've been playing for I've been playing for Melchester for thirty fucking years. Work that out. Yeah. Fucking six years. That's nothing. Um. Who is Arrow? Reasonable, but more suited to a James Bond type of magazine. Three out of ten. <laughs> uh, Mighty Mouse. Stupid. A man, who's sli- <laughs> a man who's slightly overweight, to be polite, but can run faster than any person in the team he plays for. Two out of ten. <laughs> Fucking hell. Wheelchair wonder. I don't see why a boy slash man should stay in a wheelchair when he's fit enough to play football. Two out of ten. Fucking hell He's probably working for the DWP though. Well I'm just looking claims. him up,
1: this guy, because you remember in the past we've oh, you're um, not are
0: you? You found him?
1: <laughs> I found someone yeah he's a he's actually a uh I don't know he's is, is he a counsellor? No, he works in okay, here we go. Kind hearted he wo- he's got his own windscreen company. So there's a story that um a Middlesbrough council has he seen his family car windscreen smashed in an attack by motorbike yeah. riding thugs. It was a Volkswagen Polo. This is back in 2020. So right. that was really bad. But then further down in the story, it says, fortunately, kind-hearted Gary Palmer from Palmer's Windscreens Limited stepped in to fix the windscreen free of charge after hearing of the councillor's plight. Wow, well, uh, go it certainly seems as if it is that Gary Palmer who now has got himself into the windscreen business and seems to be doing quite well for himself, to be fair.
0: Uh, if he can uh, knock out a free windscreen.
1: Well, it's who's, a good bit of PR. He could write that cost off as PR, couldn't
0: he? Oh, the councillor wishes to remain anonymous on account of fears for his family. But there's no, no such I don't anonymity know what's going for Gary Palmer. But uh, yeah, I guess that's probably the same one. I've looked up on. Um, hang on, I don't know because, well. There's I don't another know. Gary Palmer, isn't this there? This Gary Palmer, his date of birth is May 1965, so he'd have been 18 when he sent this letter. In.
1: <laughs> 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 it's possible. <laughs> he certainly <laughs> has the forthright views of a sixth-former, doesn't he?
0: Uh, well, yeah. I mean, he's, his he's his got, tone his,
1: is very sixth-form. Stupid.
0: Yeah, his vocabulary. Um, mm. Is, is quite advanced because he used the word absorbing about Tommy's troubles. Um, so well,
1: th- there's another Gary Palmer in side, Right. Um, he's uh, an RSPCA inspector. Um,
0: <laughs> that,
1: seems, that seems like it could be... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like hell. it could be legit. Yeah. Um, mm. So it could be that, Gary Palmer. There's a quote from him here. There's some sort of terrible dog incident in... <laughs> Middlesbrough and uh, <laughs> after the case, <laughs> it sounds like a Morrissey lyric. A terrible, do- after the terrible dog incident in Middlesbrough, <laughs> I told you I loved you. Uh, RSPC, you away, <laughs> as you always do, bow wow. But RSPCA and inspector Gary Palmer said they took it on as their responsibility and they have massively failed that dog. Wow, that Again, feels more. That like, sounds like it's got the ring of Gary Palmer about <laughs> it, doesn't oh, it?
0: Oh Gary Palmer! Yeah, yeah. That feels more like, I don't think it's the windscreen guy.
1: If you are Gary
0: Palmer and you're listening to this, do get in oh, touch. I would
1: love you to get in touch by
0: your legal representatives if you need me. Um, and there's one more that he says, "The Hard Man, the Hard Man." This is dot dot dot. Sorry, but I refuse to waste time talking about it. Zero out of ten. I have been massively <laughs> let down by this comic. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and then Racy replies at the end, and he just says, "I found your comments both interesting and amusing, Gary. I liked your reference I to James. I fucking laughed at them, to be honest. <laughs> I
1: laughable. looked you up,
0: and it turns out you're eighteen. So fuck off. Um, <laughs> Bet I, you've
1: never even had it off yet. Bad luck. He's a quid. Take like yourself your to the pictures.
0: <laughs> I like your reference to James Bond. Perhaps you should have given who is Arrow double
1: oh seven out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great fan you
0: Your move. just put
1: that double oh seven <laughs> out of ten that reminds me of some great a great banter fail which i'll quickly tell you about took place yesterday we were in an american themed cafe having mm. a drink myself and len and at the end the st- sort of nice but bit of an edge to a proprietor american woman right. gave me the bill and I'd been trying to, we were sat up at the counter, I'd been trying to chat to her a little bit, just in a friendly way, but she was kind of quite a hard nut to crack, right? Yeah. And, uh, and, and so she, she had me on the back foot. I was a bit nervous, and she presented the bill, but the bill was presented in a one of those boxes that looks like a book. So it looks yeah. like a hardback book, but All when right. you open it, it's just a box with the bill inside, yeah?
0: All right, okay, yeah.
1: And she's given it to me, but the book was a book of Star Wars A New Hope. Yeah. Oh. And she put it on the and Len and I were both quite excited by this and he said, Oh, you gotta film this. Film it and then I'll open it. And I said, oh, okay. And then she's come over the machine, so just just tap your card. And I said, Oh, hang on a minute. We're just filming your wonderful box, your Star Wars box, the bill came in. And she went, Oh, I see. Like that, okay. And I thought, Fucking hell, she's pretty stern. So she's just standing there waiting with the machine and Len's <laughs> getting the box ready and I'm filming it and it gets really awkward. And then he opened, and I go, "Open it, then, Len." And he opens it, and the bill's there. And then I sort of wanted to break the tension by saying a joke that would be audible on this little video and would make her laugh and Len laugh all at once. I don't know why, but you know what I'm like, Andy. I'm a people pleaser. A people pleaser,
0: yeah.
1: And I usually I consider myself, you know. very good at banter spontaneous banter but the box opened i panicked because this woman was so stern and i i think i fumbled for a star wars phrase or saying and i just said i am your father (laughs) and then just looked at me like mate what what was that and she just was unmoved. Her face was completely emotionless. And she just she just pushed the machine towards me just to say, just pay and get out. And I walked out and I just went to Len, that was a disaster. And he didn't even fucking sugarcoat for me. He went, yeah, I don't know why he said that. It made no sense. Oh, I mean, my. there's loads of shit I could have said. Yeah, But I just looked at my son and said, I am your father. And nobody laughed. You could have heard a fucking pin drop. It
0: was just a factual statement, wasn't it?
1: At the end of yeah the day. exactly <laughs> <What>? and <laughs> plus that lines from this was a new hope that lines from fucking empire
0: strikes back anyway oh man And get this i've just opened it a page on here which i didn't send you
1: but i should have done i'll show you it now
0: free gift in
1: buster eagle oh and return of the jedi oh yeah 1983 return, of the, jedi. Of, return of the jedi St- i had
0: this i collected this yeah, for I had a while that. it's a 28 page space spectacular um, 180 stickers to collect and uh, 2000 AD Buster and Eagle the following week you get the free album and six stickers uh, I think I was buying Eagle comic around this time as well so I probably would have got it free with Eagle and um, and then you can buy more stickers at many newsagents. at 10 pence for a packet of six how about that
1: brilliant the other free I'm, gift don't in I'm and Rovers. see if I can still get it yeah
0: yeah the other free gift was the free soccer wall chart. My team's performance chart, 83-84. Love it. Which was always a big thing. And you would um, fill in your team's fixtures and results and scorers and whatnot every week. And um, you could it was like a graph thing as well. You could put an X on your position in the league and see where you went in and up and down the league table throughout the season, which is very good. There's also room on the poster for eight full-colour panini badges, which you can collect free the following week. Great stuff. Lovely. I'd have been up for that. I'll have to look and see in the issue that I've got, if that poster's in it or not. I don't know if it is. Uh, finally, the continuation of um, flogging tat within the pages of Roy the Rovers. We've had uh, BMX bike last week. Um,
1: watches. Didn't watches, he do watch? wasn't it? The yeah. week
0: before. And this week, uh, a single full page. It says, "Seeing is believing." <laughs> a, a lovely illustration, not a photograph, a drawing of a, a pair of binoculars.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what else can we flog? Uh, but not, I've got, I've got a deal. I've got a shipment of binoculars coming in, and it, it says, "Made in Japan." They're coming in from Japan, they'll be at the docks on Friday. We can knock
1: them out, no problem.
0: Uh, and it says, order in complete confidence with the Roy of the Rovers' promise, your money back if not delighted with your purchase.
1: If you look through these binoculars and you cannot see something far away, then I will personally refund you.
0: Uh, uh, he's, he's the blurb. Whatever your hobby, bird watching, sports spectating, racing, sailing astronomy, or even archaeology. Uh, no mention Astronomy. The you
1: can't look at the fucking stars through binoculars. You need a telemoscope.
0: <laughs> no mention of the, uh, the nurse's quarters down at the hospital Yeah, like Gregory's girl. Oh,
1: Perhaps you like to go and check out knockers. <laughs>
0: it's like it's I It's the lot. <laughs> uh, it says it becomes much more enjoyable and interesting through a pair of really good binoculars. Uh, powerful yet lightweight and compact enough for you to take anywhere you will get hours of endless fun and enjoyment Uh, there's two uh, pairs to choose from, the 10x50 and the 20x50 which is of course the uh, distance you can see Uh, everything appears 10 times nearer so you can see much more clearly and in greater detail these binoculars have fine quality precision build 50mm bloomed achromatic objectives, it says here, to wow. give extra light transmission and superb colour definition. Focusing is easy, with the centre wheel and eye place adjustment. These binoculars give exceptional clarity <laughs> and brightness of vision with a wide field of view. They come complete with a sturdy case, carrying strap, protective lens cap, 12 months, guarantee. Or we'll call it a guarantee. It's not really, but, you know.
1: <laughs> There's it's a phone number a... you can call. It's in Japan. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, if you get through, then fucking hell, well done, is all yeah, I can say. You
0: know, you'll have to return them directly to Japan. And you have if to someone answers, shipping.
1: and you can understand what the fuck they are saying... Then there's a chance you may get a refund of some sort, but it could take a fair few months.
0: You've got to pay for shipping. It's honestly, it's not worth your time. Just chuck them in the bin if you don't like them.
1: <laughs> give um, them to some other cunt. Wrap them so, up and give them as a gift.
0: So there's a good deal because the, the ten times 50 ones are twenty seven ninety five. The twenty times fifty, which obviously twice as good, are twenty nine ninety five. So obviously you're going to go for them. Um, and there's an order form for you to send off for your binoculars and this of course is 3rd of September he's capturing the Christmas present market nice and early and uh, who knows what he's going to be trying to flog next week that's it as I said a bumper issue loads going on in that one 42 minute episode Um, hope you enjoyed it we'll be back with more next week thank you very much and
1: goodbye goodbye